Thank you, Marty. For somebody who didn't know they were going to speak. <laughs> I, Karen is up next, but I'm going to ask her if she can hang on to herself just a minute more. Sorry. Because Donna Kay, who's done all our food, loves Bob Crawford. I'm not sure why, but anyway, she does. <laughs> No, we all love Bob, and she wanted to hear him, and if she leaves to go get the food right now while Karen's speaking, she won't get back in time to hear Bob, so will you excuse me for that? <laughs> Just give you a little longer to be sick. Uh, okay. Uh, in the back is Ann Hayes with the neck brace on, <laughs> and she, we welcome you and your girls. You want this or that? I'll take this. Where is Donna Welcome. Welcome. Yes, sir. You see? That's all right. It's quite all right. Um, I have ADD or something, and there's certain things I have to get out of the way, otherwise I'll be distracted. So I'm just going to say him right now, and I can't remember your first name, but I know you're Ruth Ann. Ruth Ann, uh, when you were playing the piano, um, this is weird. Um, my grandmother played the piano like you did, or you played the piano like she did. As my father said, would say, uh, his mom said, played all 88 keys. And when you were watching her hands going all over the place and doing those little things, you know. And my grandmother was a, uh, a pianist for revivalists. And she actually played for Billy Sunday. And, um, and so she was, quite, she was a quite talented young lady. And they, uh, uh, in fact, they bought her a grand piano to perform in. And my father, uh, he was born, and because she played um, here in Louisville, there was a, a temple. She played, and they they built a, a crib next to the piano, so that my father could be in that. Uh, she was good. You're good. Okay, there you go. So I got that out of the way. And and the other thing I had to say, and, and she snuck off, but when you have a name like Bob, you know Bobs get a lot of bad press. What about Bob? Bob, Bob, Bob. But there's a woman here named Odessa. Now, that's a name. You know, I wish she was here, but Odessa. I just had to say it again, Odessa. Okay, all right. Now, God speaks to me usually in the bathroom. I don't know why. Maybe that's the only time I'm alert. Um, so I, and the older I get at, the more I have to spend time in the bathroom. Maybe that's, you know. And so... Um, I go, over, I go over to Harriet's house to go to the bathroom. I've never used that bathroom before. And lo and behold, Harriet, does this look familiar? Oh. Oh, so, so, so God speaks to me at Harriet's bathroom. I didn't know what I was going to talk about, so I thought I'd just read this to you. Uh, I know only God. <laughs> it's true. Um, what is real? This is from uh, the Velveteen Rabbit. So, um, what is real, asked the rabbit. Real is it how you are made, said the skin horse. 
It's a thing that happens to you. When a child loves you for a long time, not just to play with, but really loves you, then you become real. Does it hurt? Asked the rabbit. Sometimes. When you're real, you don't mind being hurt. Does it happen all at once? Like being wound up, he asked, or bit by bit. It doesn't happen all at once. You become. It takes a long time. That's why it doesn't often happen to people who break easily or have sharp edges or who, ha or who have to be carefully kept. Generally, by the time you are real, most of your hair has been loved off, John. You're real, man. And your eyes drop out. And you get loose in the joints and very shabby. But these things don't matter at all, except to people who don't understand. But once you are real, you can't become unreal again. It lasts forever. Ain't that good? I figured. That's why I took it. Okay. Um, the last time I was here, I, I, um, Norman had, in, in some of his tapes, because I, I never heard Norman um, except asleep in a chair. Um, the first time I met Norman, he was asleep in a chair, and Luli was all concerned about his belt, which looked like it came from the Salvation Army. It was pulled over, and you know, she was trying to get that poor man a belt. And, um, but last time I was here, um, I, I really talked about what Norman called the crucified life from Galatians. He called that the crucified life. And he, called, uh, he entitled one of his studies, Ephesians, the ascended life. And, but Colossians is the risen life. And so um, for those of you who don't know, I'm, by trade I'm a, a counselor, which means I'm in the self-help industry, um, which is worthless. Um, <laughs> but it pays the bills. And uh, because we're constantly repairing them. And, of course, they never get fixed, which is okay for us. Um, but this morning, um, and, and this is really unusual because God has, God's had a lot to, uh, to undo in me because I, I was legalistic and I, and I was condemned and I was shamed and I grew up in the church. And, and so, um, and I'm, I'm a really good um, person when it wants to self-promotion and climbing the ladder and all that sort of, um, you know. Um, they said it twice last night, but I'm not allowed to because <laughs> I don't want to offend Harriet. <laughs> but I'm full of it. <laughs> so, according to Lulu. All right, so now you know. Um, uh, so, God's had to take me away from a lot of junk. And so, my, my pilgrimage, the path I've been on, there's been a lot of stuff that's had to be unwound for me, sort of like Lazarus, you know, a lot of grave clothes that keep getting unwrapped. And this morning I woke up. Now, this is unusual because, um, because I was such a dutiful disciple and I had my quiet times and I kept a journal and I did all those things that you were supposed to do. 
when this sort of knowledge came to me of Christ and you, the hope of glory, a lot of that just went by the wayside. I just said, I'm done with that because it was mostly promoting Bob, you know. And so, um, so this morning I, I woke up and I, I couldn't go back to sleep. And so I, I came upstairs and I grabbed my Bible, which is, this will sound bad, it's unusual. And um, especially for someone who's supposed to be on staff as a pastor. Um, and this, this passage here came to mind, and so I'm going to read it. It may not be as good as the rap, no, I'm going to say that. Um, now rejoice in what was suffered for you, and I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, which is the church. And Joni, this is Joni, uh, to me. I have become its servant by the commission of God gave to me to present the word of God in its fullness, the mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but is now disclosed to the saints. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Okay. We proclaim him admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone perfect in Christ, and you are perfect in him just the way you are. Now, you may not be done yet in your own eyes, but you're perfect right where you are right now. Um, And I'll talk about that a little bit later. To this end, I labor struggling with all his energy, which so powerfully works in Luli. All right, now, last time I was here, I I, I had a chance to talk about what it means to be one to Christ. And basically, I, because I'm a counselor and I'm dealing with identity all the time, I love adolescence and I love this developmental period where you're trying to figure out who you are and what you, you know, who are you about. And really the truth is you, each individually, only know you. You hear the word, the word, you hear the word and you see the world through your eyes and your experience. And when I talk, I hear Bob. And when I feel, I feel Bob. And even though I'm a counselor, I can say, I I think I know where you're at or I have empathy for you. The truth is, I really don't. I can can come close, but no, I just know the world as Bob knows it. All right. And we misunderstand who we are, first of all, when we're children of disobedience. Because as sinners, we think it's us. And that's because... Not our own fault. Um, we're joined to the spirit of sin and death through Adam. And that verse in, I'm jumping ahead here, but that verse in Corinthians that says, he who joins himself to the Lord is one spirit, is a spiritual truth. Because when we were joined to the spirit of sin and death, we were one with him. And I just called it Bob. And that's all I knew it as, Bob. So when I did something wrong, it was Bob. So I had no problem knowing myself as a sinner. Because that's what I always, I just knew Bob, and I knew a lot of condemnation, all that stuff. But when you get this idea that, wait a minute, Christ has actually done the, what we could not do. And he was made just like us. And he, he walked out his whole life with temptation and all that. But he was one to the Father, right? And, and so we don't have any problems when, when, with Jesus when he does something really harsh and turns over tables in the temple and, 
curses a fig tree because I think he was hungry. We don't have problems because that was Jesus and Jesus was the son of God and he's allowed to do that. But if I did that, that'd be a horrible thing for me to do. Um, Well, when Jesus finally makes the final identification for us as the son of God, one to the father um, on Calvary, when he joins his spirit with our spirit, which is joined to the spirit of sin and death. Now he's like us, folks. Okay, now this is, this is the, the crucified life part, okay? So when Jesus joins himself to us, who are joined to the spirit of sin and death, and he wants himself to us, and that Holy Spirit, according to the Gospel of Bob, departs from him, and he cries out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He has been made like us. He's separated from the Father. He knows the separated life. But he has faith, and and you know the rest of the story. But when he's resurrected, when that Holy Spirit comes back into him, and he's paid the price through his blood, and we're joined to him, that is who you are. Your spirit has been one to him, not because you had your quiet time, not because you you worshipped, not because you spoke in tongues, not because... It's because Jesus was the obedient son. And he went to the cross. And because of that, you're joined. Now, most of the Christians don't know that. They'll say, oh, yes, the Holy Spirit's in me. You know, they have no problem with that. You know, they're always leaking. You know, I'm a leaky vessel. and I've got to get filled up. And, you know. All right. So here we are. And, and so, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a sinner. And I'm forgiven. And I'm not perfect. And... I got to keep trying, and oh, don't you get tired of that? I sure got tired of that. I got tired. All right. So now, who you are? Now I'm going to go the I'm going to go to the risen life because we have no problem talking about who Jesus is in us or Christ is in us because that seems like it's the good deal. But what about you, in your emotions and in your thoughts and in your in your very nitty gritty life? You know, when, when it doesn't seem like it's possible that Christ is really in you. Well, I flip it around in my own head. Now, this may be a counselor, uh, politician's spin, counselor's reframe. It's the same thing. Um, but I flip it around in my head because it's not that God joined himself to me that I could be all of him. He joined himself to me so he could be all of me. And, and, and I will know, God is, it, the spirit is just incredible. It's, it's much bigger than I will ever be able to manifest, although I have the fullness of God in Christ in me. You're already filled. You're already full. And Colossians goes on and says that. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form, and you have been given fullness in Christ. So you got it. The river's in you. And you don't have to worry about digging down to get into it because you're in the river. Whether it feels like it or not. But he is now... Oh, Dessa, I'm so glad you're back. I just want to say your name while you were here. So You missed it, so I'm saying it again. See, ADD, there it goes. Okay. Um, I do. I love that name, Odessa. Does it really? Oh, man. That's great. So, 
here, here, here's, here's what I have come to, to, to hold on to in me is that all these moments when I'm acting like a hellion and I'm doing all these wacko things and my wife is sure to tell me that, you know, I'm not look, acting or looking like Jesus at all. And I'm, I'm saying, well, that's his business. Because now by faith, when things happen and I say things, I think, oh, Lord, what did I say that for? And how, what, that's going to have consequence. And, you know, that was stupid. And, you know, but okay, it's up to you. See, faith changes everything. And so who you are is, is not, is your very conscious, consciousness of who you are. It's your awareness of who you are. And, and that is an expression of Christ. And that's why we're the body of Christ. And that's why we're all here. And we're not supposed to be the same. Oneness is not sameness. It's, it's an incredible diversity. Look at the creation. And he's in it all. He didn't have to, you know, you know there will be a bug crawling on my Bible, you know, that's about a micron or two. And it's got life. I don't know how long it has life for. You've seen them. You know, those little bugs in your library books. And I look at that thing and go, oh, Lord, you're in that. <laughs> now, it's only got the consciousness of a little bug. But I tell you, it's being a good bug. Okay? So who you are is your, your, your emotions, your, your thoughts, your, and Christ is in all of that. And that's really, when people talk about being comfortable in their skin, that's really what we're talking about. We're talking about... All right, Christ is going to live his life. It, he lives his life in me. When, I'm, when I look good, when I don't look good. When I'm stealing things from Harriet's powder room. <laughs> and when I'm not. And so that is, that's the risen life. I haven't gotten to the ascended life. I'll tell you about that in, in about five years when I figure that out. So. <laughs> the end. <laughs>